This is Solar Spotlight, a special edition of Contractor's Corner from Solar Power World. Hello everybody, I'm Billy Lute, Associate Editor of Solar Power World Magazine. Commercial solar construction isn't feasible with only one person. It requires a range of expertise in design, permitting, and construction. And it's necessary to establish healthy working relationships with suppliers and manufacturers to source solar hardware. Eli Edwards, General Manager of Motive Energy Solar Group, is here today to talk about the trials and triumphs of commercial solar construction and how working with manufacturers like Nucor Solar Solutions ultimately benefits that process. So Eli, thanks for being here. Billy, thanks for having me. Pleasure to be on your podcast. Now, if you're a non-solar contractor with customers looking to add solar, where do you start to bring that scope into your company? Uh, you know, I think uh, for any contractor that's working with customers, you know, your number one goal is to uh, bring value to your customer, trying to either, you know, add scope that's going to benefit their business or uh, make their life better or easier. And so I think most contractors, when their uh, customers either approach them to do solar or they're thinking about adding solar uh, to a project, I think the the big questions that come up usually right out the gate are, you know, how much is it going to be and how much room is it going to take? I think uh, a lot of customers, when they first get exposed to uh, a solar project, they have ideas of what it's going to cost or that it's going to take up their whole parking lot or, you know, every ounce of uh, building weight that they could possibly manage to put on the roof. And it's, it's going to be a lot of problems and issues. Um, when in reality, it's usually a really simple process that uh, involves a customer and gets a uh, customer gets to enjoy. So we like to start with customers with just talking about the value add of solar, uh, making sure that they understand that each system, whether it's on their roof and helps to offset you know, some of the sun's rays beating down on their roof and hopefully prolong their roof life, or whether that's uh, carports in their parking lot and gives their employees uh, additional uh, shade on their cars during the day. Um, you know, there's there's value to it, let alone the fact in that hopefully our main goal of saving the customer money against their current utility bill. So we like to have contractors and people working with customers focus on the um, you know, the positives and kind of working through those, but creating a realistic view for their customer and uh, kind of going through each step that leads up to a successful project. So for us, I think that's the starting point is, you know, making sure customers have the value that they're going to get out of the solar and then also um, collecting information from the customer so that we can give them an, an accurate depiction of what they're going to get. Um, I know when we go to customers, a lot of times what we're doing is customers ask us, well, how much is it going to cost? You know, what's, what's the space it's going to take? And rather than giving them an answer at that point, uh, what we like to do is we talk about each project in itself is very custom. Um, we look at each facility. We analyze, you know, the roof is obviously the most cost-effective place to put solar um, but it doesn't have as much value add as adding maybe carports in a parking lot where you get shade and additional structures on the property. And so we, we like to, you know, look for the areas we can put solar. And then we go into the customer's 
uh, utility rates and what they're using currently. So we're able to pull typically in most cases, each customer's usage for you know a couple years at least. And we can go back into that usage and pull every 15 minutes of usage out of their utility rates and the utility companies coordinating with us. And so we can take their customer's usage and build a model and tell them exactly what they need rather than giving an off the cuff response of how big and how much cost. Uh, we, you know, we try and give a depiction of reality. And so we start with customers getting that information, uh, communicating the value add, and then, you know, getting the timeline we need to give an adequate proposal and, and, you know, get back to the customer with real, real answers to how big and how much costs, right? Okay, and with all that said, what are the steps needed to add solar to a project? So adding adding solar to a project, you know, we on a kind of a more detailed basis, what we're doing is again, we're starting with the customer doing a site walk. We go out to the facility. We uh, typically need nothing more than you know thirty minutes, maybe forty five minutes for a regular facility. We'll go into the facility. We'll uh, take some pictures of the electrical room. We need to understand how the switch gear and the interconnections are going to work. Um, if it's a greenfield facility where you know it's not up and running yet, we need plans and we can work off plans. But we need to understand, you know, where we're going to interconnect that that uh, solar back to the facility. You know, taking pictures and some measurements in the parking lots or on the roofs to see where we're going to place solar. Then we go back to our, you know, our offices. We then develop a, a layout. So we have software that we integrate into our projects that takes accurate measurements of the site, accurate measurements of modules and designs, puts it all together. And we can create a model that represents how much the sun is gonna uh, affect those modules, how much production is gonna come out of the solar modules, and then how much of those modules is gonna be pushed back to the grid or consumed by the customer. So. We create, you know, a uh, an estimate based on the production of the sun to the solar panel. We put a cost together based on our uh, experience in in the industry. We've been around since uh, 2007, so we've been doing this for quite a while now. So we take our cost estimates, we build out a proposal, and, and then are able to supply that to the customer. So once they have their proposal, um, they can, you know make tweaks, adjustments. Some customers might want to do more carports on a roof or on, on in a parking lot or more solar panels on a roof to shave costs. And so we were able to go back and forth a little bit, uh, working with them to develop that. And for us at Motive, you know, all of that's in-house. We uh, we have the, you know, engineering staff, design staff, uh, construction staff to go through all those uh, processes. And then also we offer, you know, the last kind of step of getting somebody started with the solar project is financing it. So what we try and do uh, is work with um, customers on different scenarios, whether they want no money out of pocket or whether they want to, you know, pay cash on hand and uh, work through it on a, just a cash basis or whether they want to finance it in a, a loan offering. So there's different options that we provide to kind of help customers and each option um, you know, has an advantage for each customer. So we we work through those kind of steps and it's it's pretty easy, you know, for most customers, site walk to proposals two weeks. Um, 
so customers can get their information back and have a price and make a decision quickly on whether you know a, a payback an roi or a, you know the location of the solar works for them. so what types of suppliers and contractors are needed to add solar to a project yeah you know it, it, it takes an army to do these kind of jobs i think uh we often say in the solar space that it's not rocket science, right? It's if you look at it at a simplistic scale, you're taking some solar panels, some glass and silicon, and uh, you're running some sun through it, through some DC wire to an AC inverter, and then back to a, a switch gear. And most contractors in the industry, I mean, that's not anything difficult. And so where it gets really tough on the solar side is we do most things kind of backwards and so the amount of uh personnel and expertise is kind of uh, more than i think most people would expect going into it so we bring in you know developers um on our staff to design it um and get it engineered you know epc network general contractor epc so engineer procure construct um utility coordinators people to uh, work with the utility to make sure that the way we're designing the system complies with the way they're willing to receive it. Um, each utility in California, you know, Nevada, Arizona, Massachusetts, wherever, has completely unique sets of guidelines. And you got to make sure that when you're pushing power to the grid, um, you're following those guidelines. Um, and then you have, you know, vendors and suppliers. You know, for us in this industry, there's a lot of uh, overseas suppliers that or have to be used on the electrical components of the grid. And so that's a very volatile market, especially with all the tariffs that are constantly changing and going in and out. And so having uh, key suppliers on the state side is really valuable. That's where companies that we work with, like uh, Nucor Steel is one of our, our main um, racking suppliers. So they supply all of our carport steel for projects and uh, those kind of vendors where you can rely on their product and rely on their services are, you know, a big part of the uh, value add we add to customers and one of the fundamental requirements to make our project successful. You know, I think another aspect of our business that I've mentioned a couple of times, but I think is important is uh, one of our, our key partners, Nucor. Uh, they're a uh, steel provider in the industry that we've been working with for eight, eight or nine years now. So Nucor, most people know Nucor as just a raw steel provider, right? That they uh, have their own mills and production facilities and they can produce uh, steel for any project you could probably even imagine. Some of the largest buildings in the country, steel buildings have been built by uh, the Nucor uh, group. And so one thing that might not everyone might know about them is that they have a solar division. So Nucor uh, for the last eight or nine years has been producing carport steel structures uh, for the solar market. And those structures are not just an off-the-shelf product. Each one is custom to the need. And so when we go to Nucor and we have a, a project or an opportunity, we send them very crude designs, you know, just rough layouts of solar module size. And because of their expertise and their uh, in-house engineering for carport structures and, and solar structures, they can, in you know, a matter of a week, send us back uh, a price and a uh, feasibility of that project. So, Nucor, I think, you know, they've been heavily in that space for a long time. I don't think it's what people know them as, but they're definitely one of those uh, 
key partners for us doing the fabrication of the steel, you know, the engineering of the steel structure and then helping us be an integrator. So if we have struggles in the field or issues come up, uh, we can give them a call and they can work us through a solution uh, to uh, remedy whatever uh, comes up in, you know, the actual building of the structure. So one of those key partners that we uh, would like to kind of highlight and make sure that people are aware of. And what are the biggest challenges most people face in building out a solar project? We we kind of discussed a couple of different things over the years of what really we face as the, the biggest hurdles. And um, recently we were having a, a meeting within our company talking about uh, different aspects of what, you know, we've been faced with in the last couple of years. Obviously the last couple of years have been very difficult for most companies to kind of work through. And so we trying to iron out if you take out you know, the COVID period that we've had, uh, what is, uh, what's been our challenges and what can we work on and focus on to help fix. And um, about a year ago, I was looking to hire a, um, an estimator for uh, our division. And we interviewed 10 different estimators for the position. And um, as, you know, most estimators, when we interview them, we ask them, you know, what's your confidence level on being able to do estimates on solar projects? And they said, you know, as long as you give us a set of plans, I can give you a price on anything. And that's almost a unanimous response to, from all the estimators. And the, the tough spot, the big challenge that most people face in, in solar projects is the fact that solar projects are built backwards. So in, in most cases, when you're designing a system or pricing a system or whatever, you go first, the customer goes to an architect or designer and they design a system and, you know, then it gets engineered and all the details are put together, you know, uh, materials to be used, um, square footage, um, the whole project is uh, designed and built, designed and then it's sent out for bidding and to get billed. Uh, in solar, we go in ourselves, the customer doesn't have an architect or an engineer or anyone, we go in and we give them an overlay of what we think would be uh, a solar system, they approve it. And then we got to go then build that system at the cost we had without having any engineering or design. And so for most people in the industry, going into a situation with no plans and no designs and having to come up with a, you know, a several hundred thousand dollar to hundreds of million dollar price on a project is quite challenging. And so I think that's one of the biggest challenges contractors and, and uh, solar, you know, um, EPCs face is coming up with accurate designs and costs that can carry through a project without having to introduce any change orders or um, remedies to customers. And that's, that's a big part of it. There's also other issues too, uh, as part of the, you know, kind of the backwards method of pricing and going through things, man hours, when you're you're bidding a job, you know there's no geotech done, there's no civil uh, review done. Uh, the the it, the way you're going to mount to a roof isn't typically analyzed at that level, and so estimating man hours, you really have to have uh, somebody that's been in the industry and worked through those hurdles to help you kind of work through that. And that's where I think motive as a whole adds a lot of value to customers. Is we have those years of uh, learning hard lessons. And, uh, you know, estimating man hours and, and calculating, you know, what it's going to take to do a job, even with minimal detail when you're bidding it. So Motive Energy is a, uh, a group of 
companies, motor companies um, have been around since the 90s. Uh, the group, you know, we have presence in uh, various markets. We're a telecommunications group where we work with the major um, suppliers, Verizon, Sprint, T-Mobile to uh, extend their networks and upgrade their networks. We also have a, a division within the motive companies that does uh, warehouse um, forklifts, forklift chargers, uh, forklift batteries. Uh, we're one of the largest distributors in the country uh, for those items. We also, our charger, we have a company that's ACT chargers that does um, all of the uh, intelligent smart charging for forklifts and distribution facilities. Uh, it's it's the most advanced um, charging system on the market. Um, large companies um, that are nationally and internationally known are choosing our product to uh, implement into their new warehouses across the world. And so we're, we're glad to see that. Um, our, our division that uh, I'm the general manager over the solar portion uh, we, we've been doing solar for uh, 15 years, since 2007. Um, most of our work for the first 10 years was municipal projects through uh, schools and cities and, um, you know, working with uh, them directly to add carports and, and uh, roof-mounted solar to their facilities. And then in 2020, our group brought on a, uh, a new division for battery systems. So Motive Energy has a ESS, an energy storage system for adding battery systems to solar projects. It's a commercial product that we um, have been implementing with customers for the last couple of years. Um, you know, it's, it's one of a kind in the um, AI and programming that it runs off of to facilitate the best savings possible to customers. And then we also have a, an EV division that does you know, a charging network. So our goal as a motive energy group is to take and bring solar batteries and EV chargers to customers so that they can upgrade their facilities and their, their networks into the new electric kind of uh, model that the world is pushing towards. And we you know, want to be a key partner in that with Turnkey Solutions, where we do every aspect of that. Uh, with the customer directly with our own employees and our own products. So it's a big part of what Moda is trying to accomplish. And we see a lot of success in that, a lot of growth in uh, recent years as we've been uh, putting our efforts forward in that, that manner. Um, There's also, you know, with our carports that we buy and, and source, um, a lot of times, you know, you're building out huge arrays and, and uh, structures that, um, you have to build on top of existing buildings and existing uh, challenges and, um, you know, obstacles. And so for us, a, a big challenge for us has been uh, putting in uh, all the, you know, components in the right spot so that the entire system plays well together. We, we build a lot of carports and canopies on top of parking garages. And so when you build on top of a parking garage, you're taking... Um, you know, 30, 40 locations, you're adding a column from the roof deck up. And in that column has a, you know, a solid surface of solar modules placed on top of it. And if everything doesn't line up perfectly, um, you know, changes are not really required or allowed. And so we have 
you know, column placement and making sure those kind of challenges are met. We, we've built many of those kind of type of uh, structures. And over the years, again, it's a value add to kind of working through those obstacles and learning the hard lessons is you know how to do it right and put it uh, together as a whole. So I think that's one of the challenges. One of the other major challenges that I think contractors face, we have, uh, you know, like I said, kind of earlier, every utility company in the country is somewhat unique whether it's a regulated company you know that has um, certain mandates or a deregulated utility company um, they're each have their own obstacles and when you're taking solar um, to that uh, utility you're kind of a competitor in, in in most cases you're taking revenue from them that was you know generated from their customer paying an electric bill and you're taking that and you know offsetting uh, a, a cost for installing solar. And so utility companies don't always want to play nice with you. They don't want to make it easy. They don't want to make it uh, straightforward for how you interconnect and work with them. Uh, so for us, the amount of time and effort that we put in to just, you know, landing our wires onto a switch gear, wherever that is on the switch gear, whether it's a load side or a line side tap, whether it's a breaker connection, knowing how to do that aspect uh, has been, you know, I think a, a challenge that a lot of companies that uh, have tried to enter the space have really struggled with. And so as companies try and get into uh, the space, I think that's where leaning on experts like us uh, tends to let their projects be more successful. They, they can have somebody that's already done it and can show them, you know, the ropes. But uh, we do a lot of that. So the utility coordination, working through uh, those obstacles, and I think for any contractor, that's going to be a big hurdle. We also, I think in the last couple of years, as everybody's pretty aware, um, getting, getting good uh, employees or uh, subcontractors has been another big hurdle for companies. Uh, Motive as a whole, uh, we're about a thousand person company uh, at this point. And uh, about a year ago, uh, when we were faced with the challenges of bringing on you know new employees to help continue with our growth um we we bought a recruiting firm to kind of help with that and so um you know challenges facing with new new manpower and bringing on those challenges i think is always hard but also if you're going to bring on subcontractors in the solar space there's a lot of guys that get into it that uh um, come from a residential world and they think that because they put solar panels on a house that it's similar enough that they can do it on a, a commercial building or a you know a school or a municipal uh, facility and uh vetting your subcontractors and making sure contractors have the expertise and skill needed to execute on projects of scale has been a real challenge and i think for motive we develop relationships over the you know 15 years of our business and uh having those key partnerships is uh, a big part of it and you know Luckily, in most cases, those are long term and you can keep keep it moving. But those are definitely some of the bigger challenges people are going to face uh, when building a solar project. Um, and so as they work through those, you know, you can have a definitely a successful project that makes you money as a contractor, saves the customer money and, you know, hopefully helps improve our planet as a whole. Moving away from challenges and obstacles, where have you sound up? Oh, I'm going to do that again. Sorry. <laughs> Moving away from challenges and obstacles, where have you found success as a partner to your customers? 
Yeah, I think I think it's a good question. Um, you know, I think again, kind of the first statement I made is as any vendor service provider, you know, our goal is first and foremost to provide our customer with a product that um, saves them money, adds value to their business, uh, makes their lives easier, right? Like those are um, really important aspects as you hopefully are trying to build customers for, you know, repeat business and just overall good um, rapport and, and uh, um, holding each other accountable. So for us, one of the biggest uh, key metrics for us to be successful and therefore make our customers successful in, in, in contracts and projects that we work on together is counting on the people that we work with. So uh, each project we do, because it's a little bit different, um, you need dynamic partners. You need people that can um, take a challenge, have the engineering expertise or the construction expertise in and uh work through the challenges that come up uh we've you know over the years we've had solar car uh, solar companies that were partners of ours that you know when we would have overflow work or they would have overflow work um we felt that their skill their expertise their knowledge base uh would would uh echo what we would bring to the table so we would use those sources luckily for us as moda's grown and we have the resources we need to do it on our own. Um, bringing it all in-house for our customers on engineering of systems or building systems. Uh, you know, we even do in-house for drilling foundations of carports or uh, you know, uh, trenching uh, facilities. We have a lot of those, you know, in-house services. Uh, but then there's also like the outside services where we ourselves are we're, you know we're not buying or we're not producing wire or a conduit, uh, conduit or conductors we're, we're not producing massive steel structures like uh, i mentioned with new core steel that you know they provide these very custom uh, cost effective uh, structures we're not uh, you know we're we're not building modules we're not uh, building inverters so as long as our suppliers and our, our partners deliver uh, the goods we need, then we can be successful and therefore our customers can be successful. And for us, it, I think that it it allows us to give our customers not only what they expect, but we also like the fact that these partners that we work with, um, they give our customers kind of a choice. I think, you know, most contractors, when they work with a customer, they, you know, they might ask the customer what lighting they want in the building or the flooring they want in the building, you know, the paint they want in the building. And customers can go to, you know, various brands and, and companies and select choices that allow them to, um, you know, make sure that what they have in their building is what they want. Uh, with us, because of our partnerships and the people we work with, we are able to give our customers choice because right now most customers, their powers through their, their utility provider, right? There's one choice. And so by, um, you know, working through those obstacles, we give our customers choices and our key partners allow that choice to, you know, be realized and uh, kind of work through as a whole. I'm Billy Luke with Solar Power World.